Roni Flammer is with us. Roni is founder of the R Movement. We first heard of the R Movement years and years ago. It was founded in 2002 by a group of young, idealistic Israelis dedicated to making the dream of populating the Negev and Galil a reality. Some might add the word crazy to that description because a lot of uh, folks who were involved in the early days of the R Movement really thought they were taking a big risk a big chance, maybe not knowing what they were doing, and maybe they were a little crazy. Roni Flammer, welcome to JM and the AM. Welcome. So, was it crazy or not? <laughs> it wasn't, uh, and it's still crazy, but to, still be, crazy. to be a Jew, it's a crazy thing, you know. It's Can't always disagree about the with challenge. that. <laughs> so, uh, it's to take the challenges and the missions and always a big vision in front of us and... Uh, uh, or, you know, the meaning of this word is light. Right. Uh, so we don't fight the darkness, we're just uh, adding light. How do we judge if the first 13 years of the R movement have been a success? Well, it's uh, quite easy to measure because we put uh, a very clear goal, which is to build new communities and to bring more than 20,000 people to live. Uh, in the Negev and in the Galilee. So uh, after 13 years, you can see that uh, there are about eight new towns and lots of uh, places that we expanded. By the way, hand with hand with the JNF. And uh, of course, there are more than 30,000 people who came and just uh, it's, it's getting bigger every day. This what movement. would be a good example? Give me a good southern town example of the R movement success. So I think that the flagship is uh, really Karmit. It's to take a place that uh, it's a new town that, uh, as you just said, a crazy idea. And to say, guys, they are going to live here 10,000 people in three years. And suddenly, against all odds, and, you know, uh, people for some reasons like to be pessimistic about chances and the bureaucracy of Israel. Uh, I don't think that uh, this is the right way. But suddenly you can see that in one year, 470 lots uh, were uh, made and more than 350 families uh, registered and started to build their homes and people are even, you know, making Aliyah and leaving Tel Aviv area and moving to this place. It's amazing and I think that this is maybe the craziest thing. Roni Flammer is with us. Is there any basic service that was not there at the beginning? I mean, when when you and others of the young people started moving into these areas, was there such a thing as water, phone service and things like that? Well, uh, everything was in the negative but uh, not in every place. So it's really to be pioneer, and it's pioneer thinking and pioneer actions. Uh, So you remember the early days not having what? What was it like in the early days? So I can tell you that in the first community that we established, I remember Russell Robinson coming with the first mission of uh, JNF to to Sansana, and, uh, you know, they they are looking for the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> and and they, they even they, they dare to think that there are going to be water in this bathroom. Right. And he said it's not the hour of the water at this day. <laughs> and they say, guys, it's 2000. It's not uh, 1948. <laughs> and so I, I think that we were privileged even to face the the, the pioneering uh, spirit of the forefathers of this nation as well. Uh, and, and yes, the, the, it didn't start always with the electricity and phone. And oh, I forgot uh, about electricity, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so it's not, it's not, uh, it, it was not there from the first place, but I think that this is, uh, let's say, this, these are not the big problems. The real challenge is the spirit, always, and to make sure that uh, 
there is a movement of young activists in Israel that still want to build this country. And, and are there the day, still? Still, and it's growing and you growing. You can tell this audience that uh, there are plenty of young people absolutely. who are ready to continue to build this land. Absolutely. More than 30 groups that uh, so far started uh, their own community or their own community in existing development town or kibbutz or moshav. Even in this day, we are here in Sderot, right. in this uh, unbelievable place. And uh, in Achaloz, for example, which was uh, a flag of the last uh, war in right. Gaza, sure. right now, again, with JNF, 18 families are making their way to live there in the coming summer, and three of them already moved because they want to be part of this community and not wait to the summer. So miracles are happening. It sounds like it's infectious to a degree, that the word is spreading and that young people are spreading that word amongst themselves, and that spirit that you speak about seems to be as alive as ever, which is pretty amazing. Uh, absolutely. We just need the courage and uh, the leap of faith uh, right. of saying it and, and call to people and say, guys, there are still missions, and we found more and more, we, let's say that the demand is more than the supply. Right. We, need, we need today to invent uh, new products, let's call it Zionist products, because the demand is so huge. Uh, I'm from a family that is living uh, originally from the center. We don't call it the center anymore. The right. center is in the Negev and the Galilee. But, but, what, but, but what do parents and grandparents say to people like you, especially when they left that pioneering spirit behind and you know built themselves nice homes with indoor plumbing in the center of Israel? Yeah. What do they say to people like you when you make these decisions? So <laughs> I, I can tell you that my grandparents, at the beginning, they didn't understand what we are doing. They said, we did it when we established right. this Why country. Why do it now? Right. And, and, and you should make money and you should... The, take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, you were in, you were a fighter in, uh, in, in the army. So do something with your life. You are just throwing everything. So uh, it's it's a process that they understood in the end of the day, and they were very proud after a few years that they understood what is going on. And, and they saw the It's growth. not just a dream or crazy dream. And I can tell you that uh, two of my uh, my sister and my brother moved. My sister is moving to the Negev, another brother moved. My parents are considering moving to the Negev. And I have another brother moved to the north. So the old family is in this uh, madness. You made them as the And yeah, <laughs> but you know, see the housing crisis in Israel. Right. See the gaps that we are all day long discussing just after the elections right. now. In the end of the day, the Negev and the Galilee are the vision of Israel. This is the future. And this is where, in a personal level and in... A very uh, idealistic level you can build yourself and this country at the same time. In some communities, the mothers and the wives are pushing everybody to do this, right? The spirit of the ladies of the Jewish people is really giving a big pioneering push, right? Absolutely. First, we know who, in the end of the day, takes the decisions. <laughs> uh, we, we never mistaken in, the, in this. Uh, but... Uh, you know, when we started, we had these Paolo meetings that we came and uh, we were the clowns with the crazy ideas at the beginning. And suddenly we saw that our supporters are these men who were dreaming about cameras and four-wheel drives, uh, tours, etc. Right. But we understood that they are not taking the decisions. So we have a condition. If there are not 50% women at the room, we are not coming. And this is the real uh, decision makers, and they know and they have their checklist. And once they have, you know, a, a, a good, uh, a good direction, and, and so 
then you know smart man <laughs> I, have, I have five daughters I have no other <laughs> what does it say nashim machabavot ta'aretz right that it's, it's really the women who love the land of Israel even more than the men of the Jewish people absolutely no absolutely and if they but, but you know at the first time I remember again Janef and us we, we had a, a meeting with a group in Givodbar and they were asking them Guys, what will make you take the decision to really move, not only to come for these tours? And then uh, they said, one of the women said, I want to see a park. I want to see a kindergarten. I want to see a synagogue. And that's how we started to develop this uh, JNF or movement uh, methodology right. of all the public facilities in these communities. And it really works. Build it and they will come or build it and the decision of the woman right. will come. Because they know what's important to raise, to raise children. Um, uh, can you name a couple of other people? That were instrumental at the beginning with you? Was it a lot? Was it 30 people? Or were there just a couple that were... Uh... We, we started, it was a Phil Fisher, and his father Dudu is always very involved, you know, uh, not only singing for us, but opened lots of doors. Uh, and it was Nir Blushten, and it was uh, Zevik Yakubovic, the four of us. That's we it, four people? Four people. Uh, you know, just came back in the age of 17, back from, you know, there is a tour for... Uh, uh, 17 years old uh, kids in Israel right. going to the camps to see what happened in the Holocaust. And March of the Living. Yeah, and we came back and said, not that it's only, n- not that it's not going to happen again, but we are going to dedicate our life for something that is much bigger than us and to make sure that Israel is going to be the best country to live in. We never thought of the Negev and the Galilee when you live next to Tel Aviv. You are not aware of it even. Right. But uh, yeah, the four of us started it. But uh, thank God, today uh, it's a huge movement. When Dudu Fisher on this show first told us about his son's involvement, so I, I looked at him like, you know, how did this happen? And he saw the amazement on my face, and he looked at me and he said, Reb Nochum, I don't know where I went right. <laughs> <laughs> Most people say they don't know where they went wrong. He doesn't know where he went right. But He, he, was, really... he was laughing at us on Shabbat uh, after dinner. We, we came to the Fisher's house, and we were dreaming about this day after the army that will do something. And he was entering with Tova into the room and saying, guys, you are crazy. I don't believe it, hap- it, it, it is happening in my living room. And he's room. a dreamer, and he says and he's this. he's a dreamer. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roni, it's a pleasure to meet you. A real Jewish hero, in my opinion. Thank you very much. Thank Tadarabha. you for what you're doing. Thank you so much. Roni Flammer. Uh, they're doing incredible work with the R movement, and it's something at JNF. JNF's proud of all their projects, but this one they are really... Off the charts proud every single time I see Russell Robinson. At some point we get into a conversation about the R movement. It's really amazing.